G'day and welcome to Clayton Today. I'm Rod Earnshaw and in this series we're looking at how to do church. And today we're continuing our discussion about evangelism and particularly what to do on a practical level. With me again is Jonathan Pryke, the Executive Minister at Jesmond Parish Church in the UK. Hi Jonathan, good to have you with us. Hello Rod, always a pleasure to talk to you. Very good. Well uh, Jonathan, let's just jump straight into it. Last time we talked a little bit about the importance of thinking about evangelism as something that we're not doing on our own, but yep. we're doing together as whole churches. Can you just remind us why that's important? It seems to me the task of taking the gospel to the ends of the earth was not just given to individual Christians. Individual Christians matter, of course, and our own personal witness matters, as we were talking about last time, enormously. But uh, the task was given to the, to the, to the church. The church is, is the body of Christ. We all have different gifts to bring. That's the way God has, God has made us. We're, we're different individuals, different gifts, different experiences, different skills. We can reach different people. Uh, so it's enormously important and helpful and valuable and encouraging uh, for the church to work together and for the individual believer to know that all the resources of the church are behind him or her. Uh, in their own in their own efforts for of, of uh, to, to to bring people to Christ as well. Great, and uh, I guess in this episode it would be really good to talk a little bit about how you do that at your church in Jesmond Parish Church. Uh, but before we get onto that, there was a, another thing that you talked about a little bit, which I just wanted to pick up on. And you talked about mm -hmm. evan seeing evangelism as not just sort of from here to a conversion straight away in one conversation, but look, thinking about things as a process. And I wondered if perhaps you might be able to just unpack that a little bit for us. What do you mean by that? I think it's especially true where people don't have much kind of background knowledge of what the Christian faith is all about or who Jesus is or really uh, have, have much idea about anything. So you have to go right back to the beginning. To look at it from another, from another perspective, it's a bit like getting married to somebody. The decision to follow Christ is a much more important decision than whether to marry, marry somebody. There's no way that uh, if, if you, uh, you, know, you introduce a friend to, to uh, a girl, you don't expect them to make an immediate decision whether they're going to marry her or not. It takes time. And um, you know, when I met the girl who became my wife, it, we, we took a year before we got engaged. Uh, when we were 20, we were married at 21. People thought that was really fast, but it still, it takes time to get to know Christ. And you have to give people that time, I think. Yeah. I guess uh, I'm just, there's two questions that, that, that makes me want to ask. Sure. And I guess the, the first one is, um, you, uh, I mean, the Bible is full of examples of people who, uh, apostles come and tell the gospel and, and people believe right away. Uh, have, have things changed from then till now? Are those unusual examples? Uh, what, what's the Well, sometimes there? I think that there, there are all kinds of different, of different situations. And, and uh, sometimes God will just bring somebody to faith in Christ very, very quickly. And certainly that happens. I'm certainly not wishing to deny that. But also there are times when it, uh, you, you can see that the, the process of people coming through to, to a real understanding of what it means to follow Christ is a longer process. And that's true even with the, with the disciples. Now, by all means, that's absolutely true that they start, they start spending a lot of time with Jesus. They start following him in a sense. But they have really very, very little idea in the early stages what it is they've got themselves into. And, uh, you know, in Mark's Gospel, it, it, it describes how Jesus tells them that he's going to suffer and be killed and then be raised again. They just have no idea what he's talking about. And he does it again. They don't get it. He does it again. They don't get it. Take them a long time. They're with him about three years. Uh, now, their situation is not exactly the same as ours. But, but realistically, and certainly in our experience, uh, you know, it just, if people have got no background at all of understanding uh, the Bible have no idea who Jesus is, whether he even existed. It is going to take them time, and to give them time to 
to read the Bible, to think things through, to hear people's explanations, to see Christians living the Christian life as well. Uh, um, realistically, that is, that is the way that mostly it works, and it's enormously helpful to understand that. Mm, I guess you've, you've touched on an idea again that, um, that was something that I wanted to ask about. Is this this idea of people having no idea about what Christianity is all about? I think that is increasingly becoming the reality uh, as we uh, move away from sort of Christian things being talked about in the media, Christians, Christian things being taught in schools and so on. Mm. Uh, what sort of effect does that have on our ability to do evangelism? Is, is that pushing towards this idea of process and evangelistic Bible studies? I think it is, and I think, that, I, I think that's why I'm very keen that people have as their aim in personal evangelism, as we discussed last time, that they get people into an evangelistic Bible study. So they get people to the point where they agree to sit down in front of a Bible uh, with, with the Bible open in front of them and, and just spend time meeting Jesus. Basically, that's what, it, that's what it amounts to. It's how nowadays we do what the disciples did, spending time with Jesus, seeing what he does, listening to what he says, trying to get to grips with, with who he is, why he came, and, uh, and hearing his challenge to us to submit our lives to him uh, as our king, to, to, put our, to put our faith in him seeing him, as it were, die on the cross mm. for our sins, seeing the reality of the, of the resurrection and, and uh, coming to terms with all of, these, mm. of all of these things. There's nothing better in my experience than getting somebody uh, just consistently reading the Bible together, especially actually mm. uh, the, uh, the Gospels. And I remember I, I learned this very early on. I met up with, uh, with a young guy who, who had no knowledge of the faith at all. He had very little education. Uh, he was into drugs, he was in, his life was in a total mess, he was unemployed. And we just spent week after week after week, we just systematically, piece by piece, went through John's Gospel. And uh, it took him a long time, but by the time we came out of that process, he was, he was a believer and his whole life was completely changed. And I've been sold on mm -hmm. this kind of method of evangelism mm -hmm. ever since, really. Well, great, thanks. I think you give us a really good picture of, of what we want to be doing. But we said that in this program we'd try and get really practical. So can you perhaps give us, uh, maybe tell us what you do at Jesuit Parish Church? How does that work out in practice? How do you actually go about getting people into evangelistic Bible studies? What do those evangelistic Bible studies look like? Can you, can yeah. you share with us yeah. how that works? Well as well as, as well as understanding that it takes time, I think the other thing that's very important is to realize that people need steps. It's a bit like uh, being faced with a great mountain cliff or something and being said, right, you've got to get to the top of that cliff. And if people have no experience of climbing and uh, you know, they're totally daunted by what you're asking them to do, uh, then they won't, they're not going to do it. They're just going to walk away. Mm -hmm. But if you say, well, actually, all you've got to do, that, we're going up the cliff, but what you've got to do is put your foot on that rung of the ladder uh, and then the next rung, then they can do that. Mm -hmm. And you clip yourself to so this wire. So breaking it down to the simple steps, yeah, exactly. process. So, so you've got to have that stage-by-stage uh, -stage process. And uh, so you've got to lower the barriers for people, not make it, not make it too difficult too fast. God, God can work in anybody's life how, however he likes, but it's really helpful for people to know the next thing you're asking them to do. Mm. So how do we do that at, at, at Jesuit Parish yep. Church? I mean, I suppose we've, there's a sort of six-stage process that we, we uh, go through. And it, for us, it's built around the, the season of Christmas, actually, which is a great, just in our culture, is a great opportunity to to get people thinking about Christian things. They're much more open to it than most other times of the year. So the first step would be just publicity about our, uh, we, we run a, a, a whole series of, of carol services mm -hmm. just to get people into church, 
they have they have a uh, it's a really traditional carol service. They enjoy it, but they hear the gospel mm. maybe for the first time. So the first it's very thing is just easy to invite people that to. so that people know that yeah. it's there. Yeah. So so get people so so. Publicity, the second step for us is the carol services. Mm. At that, yeah. we, we advertise what we call taster sessions okay. for Christianity Explored, which is effectively an, evangelist, it's a, it's a, it's an evangelistic Bible study course based on Mark's gospel. Mm. Um, and that's the tool that we use. But you don't ask people at that point to join the course, just to come to a one-off taster session. A one-off thing, which is a, which is a free mm. meal, and we, we call it exactly. a taster session, yeah. so they know uh, it's a concept that people are familiar mm -hmm. with. Step four is then you give them the opportunity to join the course. The course itself, okay. So from the taster session, they go into the into the into the mm -hmm. course, uh, and that's a sort of eight-week commitment. But even that's only really uh, for a non-Christian who's coming. You know, it's just come this week, then come the next week, mm -hmm. then come the next mm -hmm. week, uh, and and we give them. Uh, little booklet, Mark's Gospel, so we don't give them the whole Bible, which again is daunting, but one step is just to read through this, mm -hmm. eight weeks, so even this, yeah. the step is, in fact, to read the next five pages, that's all we ask okay, them, yes, we're all yeah. asking week them to, week, to do, just a couple of and, and they meet Jesus in the pages yeah. of this book, we talk about it together week by week, and then uh, once they've got to the end of that, very often they, they're hungry to know, mm -hmm. to know more, some people drop out of course, mm -hmm. But others are hungry to know more. So then there's another course, a follow-up course called Discipleship Explored, mm. and they can go into that. And then, uh, God willing, if, if by that stage they've, mm. they've come to faith, then they are baptized. Mm. Uh, and um, so there's this, there's this mm. sort of huge encouragement mm. as, the, as the whole church sees people going through this step-by-step -step process, people coming to faith, they, they, they stand up in front of the church mm. and uh, talk about what's, what's uh, been happening to them in their lives. So the church sees the Holy Spirit at work in people's lives mm. and it's tremendously encouraging and you build that so, momentum year after year. So can you tell us a little bit about what sort of result it's had? How has it worked? Has this been a, a good process for the church to use? Well, I talk about, I talk about momentum and this, we've been building this up, that, that process that I've described really for, for 20 years in fact, for, for a long, long time. So each stage of that has gradually developed. So the carol services, for instance, uh, we've, we've built up now. So we get about 5,000 5, people coming to those, which is a great pool of people to be advertising uh, the Christianity Explored course too. And the taster sessions is something we've built over the last few years. So this last, uh, this last year, uh, we do this at the end of January, so we've got a bit of time after Christmas to get people into those. And we did five taster sessions through the week, Monday to Friday. Uh, we had over 600 people coming to those. Now that's Christians as well. Um, but so roughly half of those were, were non-Christian guests. And about half of those non-Christians uh, signed up to come to the course. So we had about 150 people going into Christianity Explored groups out of those taster sessions. That must so be again, tremendously encouraging for the church to have that many people doing evangelistic Bible studies. It is. It's, I mean, it's very, very exciting. There's nothing more exciting than is, seeing is, people It, it might be worth just saying, how big is Yesman Parish Church? What's the proportion? Uh, we get about 1,000 people on a, on a Sunday, so that gives you a rough idea week by week. So that's week by week. better than 10% of the church. Yeah, it is. If yes. One in 10 people on average would have a friend doing Christianity Explored. It's, and it's yeah. very, very exciting. Yeah. And, and because we do talk about it to the whole church and people can see it happening, and lots of people are involved as well, mm. And uh, you know, hundreds of people have themselves been to the taster sessions. Mm -hmm. So there's this process of continual mm -hmm. encouragement. As I say, that, that's taken years mm -hmm. to build up, yeah. and that's very important. That um, uh, you know, you've got to build on it year year by year, not not give up. Brilliant. Thanks, Jonathan. That's probably a good spot to wrap that up. And thank you for watching. 
And if you want more information about doing evangelism in your church, do feel free to contact us at info at clayton.tv. We are out of time, but do join us again for more discussion on Clayton today. Goodbye.